your place All in your face She get money, money, ain't no check in the way She vibes up in space Rockin' on the base It's like alchemy, the way she balance it straight She checkin' in the place Flexin' in your face Goddess, goddess, goddess energy What up, sistrand? What up, bro? <laughs> Welcome to Tea Time with Sweet Tea. Maybe that'll be what I call it. I don't really even know. I'm just really doing this off the humbug because I just got some stuff to say, y'all. Like, <sighs> yeah. I set my intentions for this Mercury retrograde to genuinely heal my throat chakra. And I'm like, what better way to do so than to just talk? I have a lot of stuff to say. To be honest, I say a lot of the things to myself. <laughs> I, if, if you know me, I literally am a talker. I probably will not stop talking. If you don't know me, you'll probably barely be able to get three or four words out of me. But I am just at the point in my journey as a black woman in America where I am ready to push back. I'm ready to push back against every single societal norm, all of the pressure, you know, and really just talk about my experience, talk about my liberation, talk about my womanity you know the humanity of what it is to be a woman all of the woes all of the things in society that are just <sighs> building up against us all of the pleasure all of the joy all of the just the love just all of it like I'm just ready to talk about all of it the entire freaking experience so Today, I really want to talk about, like I said, the where this energy of pushing back came from. So as many of you all may or may not know, I recently went on a self-created residency to Belize. While I was there, I really tapped in and deepened my spiritual practice with yoga and became a sexual trauma-informed yoga instructor. And I also had the honor of just liberating my freaking self, getting to know who Tierra is outside of America, outside of the culture of America, and it was absolutely amazing. I healed from some personal trauma in my childhood. I won't get into any of that because I don't want to have have to set out a trigger warning as my first <laughs> as my first uh, session with you all. 
but I healed some very deep ancestral trauma. Which in all honesty, I've had um, this journey as a spiritualist, as a healer for maybe about eight or nine years. And, you know, I'm a naturopathic herbalist and all of these things. And regardless of any of those practices, the most profound healing experience was to actually deal with what was going on in my spirit, right? Because it wasn't just my personal trauma. You know, this is something that has been around for generations. This is something that's been around since ancient civilization. I was just born into this energy and sensitive enough to be like, hold up now, son, not right. I son not right. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like this. <laughs> and to really start speaking up about it and being truthful about what I do and do not like, you know, but man, that experience in Belize was just so, so liberating. I got to perform at the Performing Arts Center, um, The Bliss, and I hosted a sensual flow workshop. And, you know, as a yoga instructor, I don't consider it being like, I'm the teacher and these are the students and that power dynamic because throughout every single class, I'm healing as well, right? So that experience was extremely liberating for me because my sacral chakra had been blocked for years, for years. <laughs> and so when it finally did burst open, it did so in a very, very radical way very radical. And I needed to do so in an environment that wasn't oppressive. And I needed to do so in an environment that was supportive so that I didn't feel the need to suppress myself. So from that experience, I just became enlightened about all of the ways I personally suppress myself, all of the ways that I participate in the oppression of myself, right? So, yes. So now that I'm back home, I'm just like, oh, no, honey. Like, I got, I can't be in this box. Like, you can't define me. You can't box me in. I don't, you know, everything about who I genuinely am is a rebellion against my upbringing, against my culture, against my environment. And I'm at the point where like, that is scary, you know, but the fact that I now know who I am, you can't, once you know something, you can't unknow it. So like, I know who I am now. So it's like, I have to be myself. Like I cannot, I can no longer bend and compartmentalize and hide these, these major aspects of myself just because it defies everything around me. And I had this like personal shame because shame is something that blocks the sacral chakra of like, okay, if I be my genuine self, then people are going to think I'm a slut. That is the main like 
limiting thought that has always been in my mind, right? I used to say it to friends and X, Y, and Z. They'd be like, girl, like, what are you talking about? Like, yada, yada, yada. And of course, that external validation is cool. But until you, until I deal with why I think that way, it didn't matter that other people around me were letting me know that it was okay to be my authentic self. Like, I had to get to the root of why that thought was there. So, of course, Mercury Retrograde slide her butt on up in here. And I'm like, okay. like, And also, it's Mercury Retrograde in Gemini. So, I'm intentional about actually looking in my houses and seeing what area of my life it's hitting. You know, because people have this um, idea about astrology and star women <laughs> and everything is very generalized right like oh my god mercury retrograde like exes are gonna come back and phone issues and technology and it's like yeah but also it's deeper than that you know like wherever mercury is sitting in your wherever mercury is in that sign look and see where that sign sits in your house right so for me personally mercury is currently in gemini and gemini sits in my sits in my ninth house so that's dealing with higher education you know that's dealing with my spirituality um, that's dealing with travel and it's really making me, um, Mercury is about a time to actually sit back and reflect and restore, right? And to have some time to process. So of course, during this time, I'm reflecting on my travel in Belize. Of course, right now I'm reflecting on what I learned, you know, in my continued education as a sexual um, trauma-informed yoga instructor. Of course, I'm having to reflect on where I am in my spiritual journey, which is personal liberation and expression of that liberation. Of course, girl. Of course, Mercury. I see you, girl. You see me. Hey, what's up? So I'm like, okay, let me actually sit with why I have this um why I have this limiting belief system about you know being considered a slut next y and z because in all honesty not that this even freaking matters which we'll get into the clip that I'm about to play but my body count is like I literally I'm keeping down my body count like period like there is uh, uh, ain't too many can say that they touch the queen period like no no but so that's how I know that like this idea of like slut shaming I had to tap into that, right? In my feminist theory, I had to tap into okay, where where did where I do that when I start stuttering to like push the energy out. But I had to tap into where in civilization did this energy of slut shaming of you know, the oppression of women's sexuality. Where did that originate? Because again, just like the sexual trauma that I picked up, now that I'm on the other side and I've healed through my sexual trauma and I'm like, yes, we ready to 
hey, purr, what's up? <laughs> you know, and like, I'm like, okay, now I'm being confronted with this like ideology of being a sexually liberated woman equals, you know, people identifying you as a slut or a lesser um, morale woman and, you know, not the ideal woman, X, Y, and Z. You know, I even think of um, Summer Walker's song, Fun Girl, you know, because in all honesty, like, the depths of me, like, girl... <laughs> girls just want to have fun like do I need to make a playlist like for this for this episode like man girls just want to have freaking fun and I just really feel like man like it's it's the patriarchy y'all but I'm gonna play this clip right quick right quick right quick right quick and we're going to take a listen together, and then we're going to discuss, right, because... Your fellow penises, mate, your mama's a slut, your grandma's a slut, everybody... Okay, so, for those who are unaware, that is Samira Rahim from 2018 Slut Walk, and I just love her, like... Back in 2018, when the video first dropped, I was like, she is my shero. Uh, but um, that video was something that my spirit just led me back to as I'm just having a reflective day. And like, okay, where does this energy come from? Like, And she literally laid it out of just like, that's something that the patriarchy has said of like, any woman who is owning her body, owning her sexuality, owning her sensuality, choosing joy and pleasure in her life, choosing to dress how she wants to, like, it doesn't even matter what your sexual history is, men are going to assume whatever they want to. And to be honest, that's some insecure shit. And brothers, we have to talk about it because that probably comes from, you know, our ancestral trauma with the way that black men were, you know, raped and beat and abused, where there's this energy of feeling inferior and, you know, a deep-rooted low self-esteem in black men that causes them to have to overcompensate and try to prove their power by trying to oppress women instead of understanding that true power is being in control of yourself you know um and understanding that you know as the black woman we've went through the same trauma so there's no need for you to try to shame or box me in or demean me when I'm healing the same trauma that was done to you as well you know um but that's neither here nor there but when I did decide to pop out, you know what I'm saying, pop out the way I like to pop out, I walked down the street and I got catcalled. And so I, I again, Mercury Retrograde, I'm like, okay, girl, let's tap into thoughts. Let's see how we feel. You know, I've really been doing an amazing job with nurturing myself and listening to how I feel, listening to my thoughts and honoring that. 
So when I was walking down the street, this man literally catcalled me. And he was somebody's drunk uncle. But the initial emotion was rage. I wanted to walk across that street, drop my grocery bags, and beat his ass. Like, I'm not I'm not even going to lie. I can't sugarcoat it. Like, that was the initial reaction, right? So as I sat with it, because I tell... Every woman who comes to me, I want them to know that the root of anger is sadness. Like you are mad about something that has been a grief that you have not been able to process, right? So I'm like, okay, so like what is it? That's a grief for me. Like, what is it about the situation that makes me, you know, that's making me sad to the point where anger is the most because oftentimes anger is the most accepted emotion. You know, like people will accept a woman, um, oh, and gosh, this gets in another episode about freaking colorism, but depending on the black woman, <laughs> anger is something that is acceptable. You are considered feisty. Now, when it comes to my sisters who we have a darker hue, we are considered the angry black woman. But at the end of the day, I recently met a mentor who set me very comfortably um, in, my, in my soul and in my body. And if I am categorized as an angry black woman, so be it. I have every reason to be angry. So boom. But I at least want to understand the root of my anger. So moving forward, the depth of it was, you know, it just makes me sad that women, we can't, like, I can't, I can't be free when I was in Belize and I wore whatever I wanted. No one cat called me. No one sexualized me. Men, even if they did notice I was beautiful, you know what I'm saying? They seen the sexy because, you know, I can't hide it or whatever. But, you know, they seen the figure. They seen the goddess. It was respect. It was never disrespect. It was never, they came off sexualizing me you know even if that was a hidden agenda at least you had the common decency to respect my humanity my womanity and that is what angers me is that for whatever freaking reason in this society it's like you know, and it's not even just men. I don't even want to say that because I've gotten the backlash from women as well and you know, a sister of mine recently said something that was so profound, and I hope that she doesn't mind. I won't say her name, but I am going to read the, the comment. She was like, yes, the fact that a lot of the... I told you I'm going to do that every time. Working on this store shopping. But she said, yes. The fact that a lot of the pushback comes from women shows that they are the ones who are very uncomfortable with themselves or have the greatest misunderstanding around the idea of full self-acceptance, expression, and liberation. A queen. A goddess. An empress. But to go on, you know, the patriarchy is not 
just with men. Like even in, I grew up missionary, Baptist, literally church was the same every single Sunday. We sang the same songs. We did the same ritual. That's also why this can go into another episode, but this is also why in my personal spirituality, my rituals are very spontaneous. They're very radical. They're very free because I don't like feeling constrained spiritually to where I have to do the same thing over and over. Ritual within itself is a repeat a repeated process of intention. I don't need the actual ritual to like be confined. But aside from all of that, moving forward, the patriarchy is not just with men. It's with women too. Growing up missionary Baptist, y'all, like, you know, you come in, your skirt not lower than your knees, high key, it should be at your ankles. Ooh, sister with the big hat in the front row. She gonna frown up at you. They gonna be talking about you. And it's and it's that same, even though it's that um even though it's not that exact expression of patriarchy in all cases with women. It is, you know, it's the side eyes or, you know what I'm saying? It's the fact that you can, I can feel the energy shift of like before, you know what I'm saying? Sis, we was good. We was cool. You was typing me. We was supporting. And now it's just silence. Like, you know, because the expression of myself changed and there was some, um, something about that, that, you know, you didn't like. And so, yeah, and when I before I decided to pick up this mic, I was literally in the bathroom again having self-reflection with self. And I'm like, Tiara, if you spend your whole life caring about what other people think of you, you are going to waste so much time not freaking living. And my mom said this to me while I was in Belize because one of the things that I was afraid of is like, dang, I'm going to like, you know, I don't want to disappoint my family. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here nude, you know, living my best, living my best life. And I was like, I don't want, you know what I'm saying, to disappoint my mom. I was like, my mom's like, girl, I have friends that are nudists, friends that you know that are your aunties. Like, what are you talking about? I've been knew that about you. I'm glad that you're finally ready to express that and, you know, tell it to me, you know. And it felt like I was coming out like, mom, I have something to tell you. I'm a nudist. <laughs> she was like, girl, I've been knew that since you were little and yeah, it's been a thing. So, you know, I was, a, I thought, I thought that that was the source of my fear of like, oh, I don't want to disappoint. You know what I'm saying? But I was using that as a cover up for not dealing with my own insecurities about it, which was my personal shame that I carried, which was the shame that I took on from society about what it is to be a woman, what it is to be a good woman. You know, um, I've dated so many men who just didn't like the expression of self that I have. And 
you know, I changed and morphed myself to try to fit into this complex of a quote-unquote good woman for the man. And y'all can look on my page right now. Y'all can look look it up. Tierra is single boots. Ain't no ring on Tierra's fingers. So all that changing and morphing, I exist for why? For why? You are, I am your, I, mm, period. You, I, me. Soulmate. Period. Me, myself, and I. Like Beyonce said, I promise y'all, I'm gonna make a. I'm, I'm gonna make a playlist. Yep, that's gonna be a thing. Every episode gonna have a playlist because I'm channeling songs right now. But me, myself, and I. Like that is literally it. Like I have, to, I had to stay true to that and not change myself based on the male gaze. And I had to be accountable to myself and realize that, like, I did that. Like, I legit shaped. My entire existence on like, okay, what is, you know, what society thinks is a, is a good woman. And, you know, I have to be prim and proper and, you know, exist in this certain type of way. And I could really care less at this point. So it just feels good to talk about it. And I really did need to because my throat chakra has been clowning. Like during the winter time, I had eczema really bad. Like really, 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 really bad. Like it was affecting my psyche. But even after it cleared up, you know, I was still experiencing like breakouts around my throat. And so I'm like, okay, you know, I eat healthy. I'm taking my vitamins, you know, looked into thyroid stuff. And I'm like, nah, boo, you know what I'm saying? It's not medical. So my doctor, no, but it's not medical. It's, it's spiritual. You got some stuff blocked up in here. And, you know, again, I don't want my first episode to be a trigger warning. So I don't want to discuss why. But I do know that one of my traumas related to my sexual assault and another one of my traumas related to um some violence that I went through related to my throat so I do understand that these are the two energy centers that I am committed to healing for the rest of my life you know if anything those traumas were catalysts for me to awaken those energies. And my astrologer told me that I'm on a crusade of expressing myself. <laughs> and I resonate. I resonate. I resonate. I resonate. So, yeah, I think that um, I've spoken. I think that this is really all that I have to say for this evening. But I really just wanted to start off this introduction episode by letting folks know that, like, I'm I'm on a journey here, y'all. Literally, this is something that I know I have to face head on, and it's the scariest thing ever. But not scary because I'm scared to be my true self. It's because, like, I know who my true self is, and it's like, okay, pushing back against America with everything that is my true self. I'm just grateful to be walking in it, to be following my path, to be upkeeping 